Hi, I'm Alan Enriquez, and this is Ray of Light. Join me as we pursue the power of why and add meaning to every waking moment with eagerness and light. Hey boys and girls, welcome to another episode of Alan's Ray of Light. And today I'll start with this statement by Swami Chetananda. Ultimately, there's nothing I can tell you about surrender except having nothing and wanting nothing. Not keeping score, not trying to be richer, not being afraid of losing, not being particularly interested in our own personalities. Choosing to be happy no matter what happens to us. These are some of the clues. The rest will learn with practice and grace. And so for tonight's discussion, it is about another niyamas or observance. And the niyamas that the niyama we will talk about is Ishwara Pranidana or surrender so Ishwara Pranidana this is again from the book of of Deborah Adel the Yamas and Niyamas and it is a good resource for um, the yoga teachers and those who are who wanted to deepen their practice in yoga so when it comes to surrender what do you think would be um, the 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 very or the best um, example of surrendering and to me the best example was when Christ sacrificed himself for the world in order to save mankind and we just had a I just completed a, a course from Ravi Ravindra uh, to talk about Bhagavad Gita oh, that I think would be nice to discuss um, for the next um, episodes and learning that the crucifixion of Christ is essential it is needed to happen in order to create or to maintain the order or to save mankind as it is but going back to Ishwara Pranidana surrender is the jewel presupposes that there is a divine force at work in our lives Ultimately, this guideline invites us to surrender our egos, open our hearts, and accept the higher purpose of our being. And again, fresh from the Bhagavad Gita discussion with Ravi, um, he talks about the, the, the parallelism of Christianity, Islam, and Buddhism and the practice of yoga basically and when we talk about god when it comes to christianity we usually 
search the outside um, force and we we look for signs meaning to say we tend to 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 let our senses rule us and once there is a, a cathartic event maybe or a, a realization then we say that it's a sign from above while when it comes to to buddhism when it comes to yeah um hum, we can experience god or the divine creator by looking within ourselves and this is true meditation this is true surrender and without senses that is why the silent meditation really works they say and i have yet to to master it even experiencing experiencing vipassana it is still different it is still hard because our mind or um what they call the monkey mind we keep on thinking we couldn't stop thinking and just by closing our eyes we are so used that our senses are activated that sometimes silence is even hard to 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 maintain and so the surrendering part would entail a lot of things and would entail looking deep within at as for christianity looking for more than the the purpose that we are doing the wise beyond the wise here is the the, the yoga posture called Shavasana or the corpse pose is a posture for practicing surrender. So this is kind of releasing. So if you're a yoga practitioner or if you haven't, the the last part, usually the last part of a yoga practice or a yoga class is ended by Shavasana or the corpse pose where you lie on your back surrendering your, your whole body to the gravity, to your mat, and it's it's some yoga teachers, some 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 sages would say it is the most difficult to to learn the shavasana. Why? Because our mind we will cannot stop thinking, and therefore. Mastering the corpse pose, the Shavasana, entails a lot of meditation, meaning to say we surrender everything, even our our capacity, our ability to think. And in this way, we will we could experience or embody Buddha and meaning to say the enlightened one. Not to say that the 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 buddha himself but being enlightened as we learn to stop fighting life we can begin to act 
skillfully. So, this is where on the engaging part. Remember, when it comes to life in general, we are control freaks. <laughs> we, we, we crave having control of our lives. And if something does not, you know, if, if, if during the course of our lives, something happens that isn't aligned to our goals, to our decision, to our direction, then we, we say it's a sign from above or we say that we try to, to, to take back our lives and we obsess on it and so at times we we tend to forget that we affect others by controlling them as well so not just our we control our lives by controlling the situation and at times the situation would affect people would affect our work would affect our interaction with others and so we tend to forget that when it comes to Ishwara Pranidana surrendering and releasing means not affecting everyone but ye, but your life alone I know it's a hard practice given that some would say that a life life itself affects everyone because everything is connected however um, this is more of you know um, when it comes to decisions in life um, how we think about or how we react on things on how we react on people on how we interact with people it begins with ourselves and it we couldn't blame others because of our reaction so remember um, we go back the three laws of physics is basically are a good representative of <laughs> what our lives um, have like for example action and reaction the law of acceleration or even the law um, the force right so you know surrender asks us to be strong enough to engage each moment with integrity while being soft enough to flow with the current of life so um recalling or maybe next episode or next time i will or after this yamas and niyamas we can discuss about the four agreements of don miguel ruiz um and the the first agreement is to um, to be impeccable of your word and he would suggest that and that is integrity integrity by definition is doing the right things even without 
the knowledge of others. So you keep on doing, it's tapas basically. You do what you have to do even if it's the best of time or even if it's the lowest of time. It's because you know your purpose, you know your why, you are um you have that conviction, you are passionate of what you do and not because of an outside force or or because it is bound by the law, it is asked by your job, it is demanded by your obligation. And here it is. Ishwara Pranidana is the surrender of the ego to a higher purpose. As the ego stops fighting to be number one, life begins to nourish and feed us in amazing ways. So, everything that we do is basically to feed our ego, to feed our um, small I. The big I is the bigger self. And to be our bigger self is to let go of our ego, to let go of what um, what serves us first. That is the ego. So basically, um, again, we go back to if you drop everything and you drop your title, your your riches, your your accomplishments, who are you? And once that you figure out who are you, why are you here, um, and the, 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 all of your answers would matter and would definitely would tell about you as a person, how you understand yourself. Do you understand yourself as the small self, meaning your ego? Do you act because it's your title? Or it's because what it is what you really love. See, it's it's a very fast. the sur- The surrendering part invites us to pay attention to what life is asking of us, and so here it is reviewing the niyamas. The purity, contentment, self-discipline, self-study, and surrender. It is cleansing our bodies, our speech, our thoughts, falling in love with our own life, consciously choosing discipline and growth, knowing the self, and paying attention to what life is asking of us. So, just, just to review the the niyamas so saucha is purity santosha is contentment tapas is self-discipline swadhyaya is self-study ishwara pranidana is surrender it's basically um we have now finished and completed the book of deborah adel's yamas and niyamas and remember yamas and niyamas are the two the first two limbs of yoga as 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 mentioned in yoga sutras by patanjali and those are the things that i would love to discuss later on and i'm using this as 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 part of my yoga journey um again 
this is not to to preach this is more of a self-reflection and if ever that i need to be reminded of i could just listen to this podcast and listen to my own message um, that i needed to be reminded of because really practicing yoga is not just the religion it's not just the practice itself meaning to say the asanas it's basically our whole life and as a roman catholic as a christian um i would want to say that maybe i'm not a good example after all but i am trying to be i'm i i try to embody it and so I would love to talk about Bhagavad Gita. I'm so I'm so fresh from it, given that it it is a series of of ten videos. You have to check Yoga Anytime. I'm not an endorser. It's just that I I really loved what Ravi Ravindra has um has has shared all throughout that course, and it's uh it's part meditation part discussion and part homework and that is why i i it was really um enlightening um my side so again the ishwara pranidana is is not just surrendering everything again don't take um it literally when it comes to yamas and niyamas and and um when it comes to values we just don't take it literally And we just don't take it um, symbolically as well. It's more of every minute moment that we have, the present um, moment that we that we experience. Meaning to say, as we live our lives, we aim. It is our aim to embody these values these practices these traits and it doesn't mean um that when you you know you didn't observe one trait or one value then that ends your life it's actually not it's it's part of the journey and that is the good thing with yoga yoga means um yoke it's the union of everything and there's no one way to practice it it's not it doesn't mean that your your ability to practice every day meaning to say the asanas it doesn't um, make you a greater yogi um, than someone who just observe meditation who loves reading um, yoga texts Because one way or another, um, sometimes they are more of practicing the yoga better than you do. So again, don't take it literally that someone who um, who practices well. The good thing there is they have tapas, they they um, they have discipline um, to practice every day, and that's a good trait. And we don't discount that as well. But there's no one way to practice yoga. And I guess that concludes my discussion on yamas and niyamas. This has been Alan. And I hope you enjoyed this 
um, I guess, book review of Deborah Adel. Hi, Deborah. I hope um, I've given justice to your book. I am Alan Enriquez, and you just heard another Ray of Light episode. You can follow Ray of Light on Instagram. If you haven't, subscribe, rate, and follow me on Anchor FM. Happy listening!